Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplug. So excited you decided to join us today. Before I jump into the podcast, go over and leave a five-star review. We really love those reviews. Leave some comments. I read all of them, and we would really appreciate that. But before we get started, I would definitely want to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, you get $450 off, and you'll get the best customer service you'll ever expect. Um, just mention Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the, it is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's something... You know, when I started teachups.com, it was, uh, it, it was something, it was, it was what I would have wanted as a young coach before, you know, all the, the state championships and all the nationally ranked teams that I've coached. Um, and not to brag, just to, to kind of tell um, kind of my journey, I would have killed for this stuff because it would have made my life so much easier, a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. And we are the only people out there that offer a 14-day free trial because we believe in it so much. Um, follow the roadmap, work on your craft, and um, you get me, one-on-one mentoring. So I can't imagine anything better than that. I don't know. Um, anyway, go over and check it out, and let's head off to the podcast. One. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I don't know if you'll be the lucky one that will get a episode a thousand coach. I'm telling all the coaches in the next couple of weeks, I'm not sure where they're going to fall, but somebody's going to be episode a thousand. So, well, um, knowing my luck, I'll probably be 999. 999. <laughs> Could be. I'm happy to be on. I might do a special one for a thousand. I might do my like rants, like get rid of the jump ball kind of thing. Um, there you go. You know, I, I will, but we'll save that. That's for a later discussion. Um, so Chad, I'm going to have you introduce yourself and just kind of tell a little bit, uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your basketball journey. And then we'll, uh, we'll jump right into the, into the interview. Okay. Yeah. It's Chad Seibert. Um, I coach at Eastern Mennonite school currently, which is a small private school 
in Harrisonburg, Virginia. So uh, Harrisonburg. What's the biggest town other than? Um, well, we're two hours from D.C. We're, we're 45 okay. minutes from Charlottesville where UVA is, um, you know, two hours from Richmond. Okay. But yeah, yep. we're right, right in the same town as James Madison University. Um, which most people know. So yep. yeah, that's, that's what I do. And we're, um, we're a K through 12 school. So we have about 350 students. So we're classified as division three uh, private school here, which would be the smallest classification, but it's where the most, most of the private schools in Virginia are division three. So is it's driving, very, around, very is driving around DC bad. Have you, do you have, do you have to drive around DC very often? Uh, traffic wise, it is, yeah, horrible. It is, we do go up to Northern Virginia area a couple times for, you know, for some of the schools we play, the, the private schools here are very spread out. Right. So almost everyone that we play is two hours away. And so, yeah, we do spend some time up there then, especially for AAU, um, in the DMV area, you know, Virginia, Maryland, DC, up in there and it's yeah if you i mean we've had things where we're a mile away from the place where we're playing but it could take you 45 minutes if you're trying to drive it i i i, I from talking to other coaches it's like i'm, I'm putting dc atlanta and new york city those are my those are those are from from having experienced i haven't experienced dc in a really long time but atlanta and new york horrible yeah Awesome. It depends on the time of right. day that you go, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't have the personality to live in an area like that for sure. I'm way too impatient. I don't either. I, I, a funny discussion is my sister-in-law worked in, um, she lived in downtown Chicago and she worked in a suburb and I, and I did the math for her one Thanksgiving about how much of her life she was spending in her car. Oh, she wow. Moved, she moved within like six months. I go, I bet that was eye opening. I go, Mari, you're spending like a third of your life in a car. Why, why are you doing that? Like, you gotta, you gotta figure out your commute. Cause you're spending like two, three hours a day in the car. It's like, you can't do that, man. Not for yeah. long-term. No, that's not sustainable. For it's sure. not sustainable. Okay. So, or so, so explain where, where were you born? Where'd you start playing all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I grew up in Indiana. Um, that's where I was born and raised. And I mean, like they say in 49 other States, it's just basketball, but this is Indiana. <laughs> um, basketball is King there. And that's what every little boy grows up wanting to wanting to do. And I was no different, um, played everything kind of, and then, as I got into high school, um, I just didn't have the, the athleticism to be able, I was the third youngest kid in my grade, um, would have been, I would have been the perfect kid that now I would have started later or been held back a year or, you know, take a red shirt year, whatever you call it. And, uh, would have meant an extra year or two of varsity for me because I just matured late, but, um, we, I was at our school in an era when, um, it was the best team our school has ever had. And it was when Indiana was all one big tournament still before they went to class basketball. Right. Um, so yeah, those were, you know, if you think of the movie Hoosiers, like we made it, we made it to the round of 32, my junior year, which was a really cool thing. And it's weird. You in Indiana, the goal is to make it to the sweet 16, which is a Hinkle field house where right. Butler plays. And that's yep. you know, where Hoosiers is where they measure the rim and everything. Yep. And uh, we played a game at, I think it was at 10 a.m. in the round of 32. 
And if we would have won that game, we would be in the Sweet 16. We would have played again at 8 o'clock that night. That so night? Two games in the, that night, two games in the same day in the state tournament, if you could imagine that that's what you would do, but that's, that's what would have happened. But uh, as it turned out, we lost that game. We blew a big lead. And um, but yeah, so I, I spent my time going to Indiana games, watching, you know, we had season tickets for the Hoosiers and we would sit, you know, about six rows. My brother-in-law had really good tickets about six rows behind the bench and just grew up a huge Bobby Knight fan, a huge Indiana fan. Really uh, steep. My wife, my wife got her her, her uh, specialist degree from there, and um, she went to the games. And it's like it's it's unbelievable how steep the stairs it, are. So, it yeah. is very vertical. Yes, very vertical. No, no doubt about it. Um, Assembly Hall is is a really cool place to watch a basketball game when it's full. Yeah, but that had a big impression on me just for style of play for how the game should be played with a free flowing motion offense and man-to-man defense um not necessarily my coaching style i'm not a yeller i'm not a screamer i'm not you know i don't try to model myself after uh coach knight in any way but i mean it was a different era it's it is what it is but um but my background when when i wasn't good enough to play basketball anymore between eighth and ninth grade i got into golf pretty heavily and got pretty good pretty fast and Ended up going to college uh, on a full ride scholarship and then dropped out after two years and turned pro when I was 19 and um, had like a seven year playing career. And so explain how that worked. Did you go to Canada? Did you go to. No, no, I went to Florida. It's where. Okay. It's where everybody goes. So they have what was called the mini tours back then. This was just before Tiger came along and. Was it, the a lot Hooters? More money. it was before Hooters then, right? The Hooters tour. What was the it? Hooters tour was around then. So yeah, I played a decent amount of Hooters tour and, um, but there were a lot of mini tours. They call them in Florida, okay. like the Tommy armor tour and the JC goosey tour. There are a lot of little mini tours down there. So I did it on my own dime and worked as a bartender at night um, for the first couple of years. And then I had a decent track record. So I was able to get some sponsorship Okay. Like incorporated myself and sold shares in myself and people could invest in me, you know, like expenses to live and play full time were about 60,000. So it's like five grand a month, which it would be probably twice that now. Oh, it'd be. Yeah. So yeah, they're talking about like NFTs and people actually actually selling parts of themselves. So that'd be interesting for golfers. Um, did you try to go get your card? That's an interesting book. I have that on my shelf. I think about the PGA trying to get your card. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. No, I did that. I did the, tried the qualifying school route and some of those things. And I mean, that's just a a perennial thing that you're always chasing. And you know, my dream was obviously to be a pro and to to make it to play in the masters. That was for me, that was the Mecca of all right. things, which I did not make it. But um, my first daughter is named Augusta for obvious reasons. Ah, I love that. If, if she was a boy, she would have been Nicholas, but um, okay. yeah. So that was, that was my journey. And then at some point, you know, you just, you, you're just another year older if you keep doing it and you realize you're just not quite good enough to, to break through. And it's, it's a hard way to make an easy living is kind of how I put it. Like what I figured out is no matter how much you love something, if you have to do it to survive, it can become a job like anything else. Right. And it was mostly motel six and ramen noodles. 
it's not like, you know, I was Ruth Chris and flying private jets or anything. Right. So did, did you get to play? Did you get to play in any tournaments like PGA tournaments? So I made it into um, what you would consider PGA tour level uh, tournaments that were in Chicago. Okay. Um, one was called the Chicago open. Okay. And when I played in that, I, I made it through some qualifiers um, and played in that in 1998. And the last time they had hosted that event was 1948. It was an official PGA tour event. Right. And so the defending champion was Ken Ventura, who was a famous, you know, PGA tour guy. And so this is 1998 Chicago. So Michael Jordan was into golf at that time. So he played in the event and it was like sponsored by LaSalle bank, which is a big bank in that area. First prize was like $250,000, which that was way bigger than the, than the tournaments I was playing in at the time. Like if you won something, you might win five or 10 thousand at that time. So yeah, that was a really cool deal. And, uh, I didn't play with Jordan, but I, I saw him and he just had mobs of people following oh, him. Dad, I bet that helped him. Yeah. And I got paired with a, a kid. I call him a kid. He wasn't much younger than me at that time, but I got paired with a kid who was a senior at Northwestern University okay. at that time uh, by the name of Luke Donald. Okay. Which I had no idea who he was. And I didn't miss a shot for two days. And he was leading the event after two days and he was 11 shots ahead of me. And that's when I realized I was probably, <laughs> I probably wasn't going to make it very long in that, right. in that business. He now Luke ended up becoming the number one player in the world for, right. for a stretch, um, right. you know, and it's still, but you saw there. what the bar was. I saw what the bar was and it, it just, you can't even fathom how good, those guys were, but I had a blast. I don't, you know, I don't regret it for a second. Had a friend of mine that moved down to Florida and caddied for me. And we had like a local sports talk radio show that he used to work at. And we would call in and give like a weekly report of like where we were and what, you know, life on the tour and what we were going through. Um, He would write like a monthly newsletter and send it out to my sponsors and those guys that it was like fantasy football for them. And they would fly me in to play in their, you know, corporate sc- scramble tournaments and stuff as a ringer. So when we, we had a blast, we right. kind of like you said with your son with taking a gap year, like, you know, now's the time to do it. If you're going to chase it. Um, now I teach seniors and I tell my seniors, your twenties are one to figure out your life, man, yeah. like figure it out, like live on, live on someone's couch eat ramen <laughs> and i mean then you'll then because once you get responsibilities you won't be able to do that right? it all changes yeah it all changes um, so eventually then yeah I, I met a girl and um stopped doing that and start got into selling insurance and trying to get a real job and uh, my wife ended up getting pregnant with my first daughter and that was when i really just kind of officially stopped chasing it right and at that time, then was home for about a six month stretch while she was was pregnant and everything. And that was when she just said, like. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know what you're going to do, but like you have to do something where there's winning and losing involved. Like you've got to get out of this house. You're driving me nuts. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm not going back. I'm not going to do the golf thing. We had moved to Colorado because she had a great job offer. Okay. she got in Colorado. So we had moved out there and I'm like, I'm not doing the golf thing. I don't want to be gone. I don't want right. to be on the road. Um, and she said, well, I don't know. Like, you know, you could coach basketball. And I'm like, what? Did you ever yeah, think it, of becoming a golf pro? I did. I spent, I spent two years in the business um, okay. doing that. Yeah. As a, as an assistant pro at like a private. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, um, what I ended up figuring out was I loved golf too much to be a golf pro. Yeah. Like <laughs> golf pros don't play golf. They they're in there, they're giving lessons, they're selling shirts, they're, you know, right. making tea times. Yeah. Um, and I looking at that business, there's times I wish I would have stayed in it, but there's no light at the end of the tunnel, like the head pro, the director of golf. It's not like, okay, once you get to that level, it lets up and you get to go. No, I mean, those guys are, just as busy as, yeah, yeah sun yeah. up to sundown you know i mean there are some jobs where it matters if your pro is a good player right but there's not very many of them and yeah it's just it's, it's, it's gig, yeah. just like coaching really right in terms right. of how much you're gone and all that so I mean, she said, well, you're from Indiana. Like, surely someone would hire you. And I'm just like, what well, do you think someone's going to hire me because I'm from it? Like, I had never thought about that cooking. Now, I had done some teaching in golf. But that's totally different. Right. Right. <laughs> I was like, we weren't around basketball in any capacity at this time. So lo and behold, she finds a thing on Craigslist of all places that was like an eighth grade travel team in Boulder that fed into Boulder high school and the guy was looking for an, a volunteer assistant coach. Okay. And I, I sent him, you know, an email and I ended up interviewing with him and it was, it turned out to be, I mean, he put me, it's the hardest interview I've ever had to this day. <laughs> it was two and a half hours. He put me through the ringer because it was between me and another guy. Right. Who I think probably, you know, I couldn't even spell basketball at that point. Right. <laughs> And, uh, what it boiled down to was he hired me because two reasons. He said, number one, I was from Indiana and number two, he had two great Danes and the dogs really liked me. And I guess, (laughs) I guess the other guy didn't like dogs. So, okay. (laughs) Um, we went through that year and I knew pretty, pretty quickly that I loved coaching. Um, and it was like, you know, dealing with kids who were young and it just kind of, taking me back to my youth a little bit and uh we we were good that team ended up being 35 and 5 
And at the end of the year in Colorado, they do this huge tournament with like every, every middle school in the state is like in it. And we made it to the final four, but as we approached that time of the year, um, the head coach got swine flu, which is kind of weird now with like COVID going around, but he got the H1N1, like he got it. That's crazy. That probably shut your team down, huh? Well, he broke, no, it wasn't, you didn't do that. Like, but he broke three ribs from, I mean, I went to visit him. He had three broken ribs from coughing and his eyes looked like he was going to bleed to death out of his eyeballs. I didn't think he was going to make it, honestly. So I ended up coaching the team at the end of the year, which, and so I was just hooked and um, that team fed into Boulder high school. So when that season ended in the fall, I called up the coach at Boulder high and said, are you, you know, I helped with this team. Are you interested? And like, can I be a scout? Can I sweep the floor, whatever? And he's like, yeah, come on in. And they were Boulder high was number two in the state that year. This guy was a coaching legend that coached for 30 years and won 11 titles. So I learned, I mean, it was, yeah, super accelerated learning. And he, he said uh, after, you know, one season with him, he was like, what I want to do is show up and coach the games. He's like, I want to, I want to fly fish and I want to do whatever I want to do in the summer but I want to show up about 10 minutes before the game, coach the game, talk to the newspaper and go home. So he's like, if you want to run everything else, you know, I'll give you the blueprint and you do all the work and I get all the credit. Are you interested? And I'm like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll do it all. (laughs) So yeah, I coached out there for, for three years. And then he, he ended up um, getting, having to have back surgery and, and being down the last year I was there. And so I was like interim coach with another guy and we went to the state championship and we had Mr. Basketball on our team. I mean, it was just an awesome, wow. an awesome thing. So the plan was for me at that time, um, living in Boulder and with coach Schultz stepping down, I was being seriously considered for the, for that job, which the Boulder high job is, one of the top 10 jobs in the state of Colorado. Um, And, you know, I was kind of the interim, like running the summer program and, and everything. And um, that was when, so at that time we had two, two daughters now, and we were living at 9,000 feet up in the mountains of Colorado, which is a very isolated, very difficult. I mean, like we got 56 inches of snow in one day. Right. Just never know what's going to happen up there. Right. Um, and my wife said, like, if you want to be a coach, that's great. I support you hundred percent, but you have to get me where there's family because I'm just sitting up here on top of this mountain all alone, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. So that whole time, the, the four year stretch, when I started coaching to when I thought I was going to get the Boulder high job, um, you know, I'd gone back to school and, and got my master's to like finish my, my college got my master's degree online because I'm thinking I'm going to be a coach. And if I'm going to be a coach, the most natural thing is I'm going to be a teacher. Right. So went and got my master's um, and was a stay at home dad at that time for, for two little girls, which was incredible. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm the guy that used to coach with my daughter hanging in the little sack, you know, taking a nap or in the stroller behind the bench, beside the bench while games going on. Um, so yeah, so we, we had some things that happened at that time, like 
um, found out that my wife, she was 30 at that time, found out she had cancer, like, and found out that my wife and my dad had cancer in the same day. Oh, just oh. A brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my parents were still in Indiana, which was a long way from where we lived. Right. We didn't get home very often. So that just made it even more important to get, you know, closer to home and to get my wife where she had the family support that she needed. So that brought us to Virginia. Okay. Um, that's where her family was. And uh, yeah, so that got me eight hours from home instead of 17 hours, but. And you won't get 56 inches of snow in Virginia. So I hope not if we do. I mean, <laughs> Cause in Colorado, I dug myself out. I was out after two days. It, it melts so fast out there. Right. But around here, yeah, 56 inches would last. <laughs> It'd probably last the whole summer. Um, right. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a review. We love those five-star reviews. We're going to leave a one-star. You can skip to the next podcast. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.